Welcome to the Expat Birth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to empowering expat families as they navigate pregnancy, birth, and postpartum abroad by sharing resources and stories. Are you ready? Let's get started. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and to serve families as a platform for sharing stories. Any information shared by the main host or special guests is not intended as medical advice. It is vital that you consult with a medical provider before making any medical decisions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Expat Birth Podcast. I'm so excited today. It's almost like a little bonus episode. I am here with Joanna from uh, Bumps, Births, and Babies Abroad. Um, I'm sure most of you follow her as well. But we connected early on in my journey, and I just love her heart for serving families, serving expat families specifically. And I love the content that she puts out through her Instagram page and her blog. And so I just wanted to have her on to share her story and to share more about um, her platform with you guys and encourage you guys to go follow her. So if you will join me in welcoming, welcoming Joanna and um, yeah, Joanna, please um, introduce yourself. Hi. Hi, Chanda. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really enjoyed listening and hearing all the wonderful stories. Um, as you said, my name is Joanna and I'm from the UK. Um, I'm a qualified midwife. I trained in London and I worked there for about three years before I moved out to Uganda. Um, so I'm currently based in Uganda working for a small charity. Um, and yeah, it's been great to connect with people like you, Chandler, and other people who are doing similar things to really try and help encourage expat families abroad. Yeah, I love how we've just been connecting um, through the world of Instagram. It's been it's been great to follow you. So, can you tell me a little bit about what? Because um, I know midwives in the UK. I'm I'm guessing a lot of my followers are are US based, um, and so UK midwifery. Um, you go, uh, it's typically like a four year degree, right? Um, you go straight into midwifery focus. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's changed quite a lot over the last. I guess couple of decades um, now it used to be you had to do your undergraduate three years in nursing before free but now it's a separate okay. qualification so I did my three years training as a midwife um, okay. and I think my understanding is it's a slightly different role in the UK to the US so in mm -hmm. the UK you would be the one caring for the woman through the antenatal period, through the birth and through the postnatal period. And you would only involve a doctor if it was a particularly high risk case um, or if the, the mum had asked for that input. But otherwise, the midwife is kind of the main caregiver, I guess. So I think mm -hmm. it's a slightly different role. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great job. Yeah. And did you specialize in any um, particular area or um, is there any type of special specialization or a certain time period in the perinatal period that's just really um, close to your heart? 
for me I really love antenatal care and just that Mm -hmm. excitement that the family has as they're getting ready for their new baby and um, for me I I didn't actually get into doing a speciality the more I did the midwifery I actually wanted to do my nursing because I worked on a high-risk ward and so many women had quite complicated birth histories and and um, medical histories and so I'd actually love to go back and do nursing at some stage but um so it's just a general midwife really Um, okay yeah that's awesome so walk me through how what your transition looked like from being a midwife in the UK to I'm going to move to Africa and and work with this um, organization. So I think for me, for a long time, even from when I was very, very young, I always had kind of in my heart this longing to travel and to live in different cultures. And I never really knew what that looked like. I spent some time in Mozambique and South Africa and just love traveling with my family as well. Um, and as I was doing my my midwifery I was working in a very busy London hospital and I knew it was right for me to be doing that work but I felt sort of pulled to something else but I wasn't sure what that would look like and before Mm -hmm. I did midwifery I studied theology and so I really wanted to do something that sort of combined those two things and I loved like the support for families um, which Mm -hmm. is a lot of what I think you do as well as a coach is really providing that support and as a midwife we were so busy I didn't necessarily have as much time to provide that Mm. um and so I was speaking to one of my friends who also worked for the NHS in a different capacity that's for anyone outside of UK that's our national health service so everyone irrespective of how much money you is you you get free health care because it's paid for Mm. by taxes Um, And so it doesn't matter who you are, what your job is, we treat you, we treat everyone the same. And so um, he was doing a different job within that, but he was also combining his um, sort of coaching and also his Christian faith as well. And so he said to me, oh, have you heard of this charity? I'm actually going to go visit them and I'm a trustee for them. Would you like me to mention you? And I just said, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And it kind of went from there. And I met some of their, I met the one of the co-directors and their UK worker as well and they were both brilliant and so I thought what's the worst that can happen let's book a year off leave and let's go and and see how it is and if I really don't like it I can come back but um having go not having gone so that's Mm -hmm. how I decided to move to Uganda that's awesome and now so how many years have you been in Uganda so I've been here now for maybe two and a half, nearly three years. So it's gone very quickly. Okay. And are you uh, hoping to remain there like long term like, or are you just kind of open handed whenever? I, yeah, I guess I'm quite open with it at the moment. I tend to mm. take it a year at a time and um mm. I'm running a sanitary pad project and so I'm really hoping to get it to a stage where I can hand it over and so it can run without me being here or if I'm Mm -hmm. running a different project here or something and handing it over to someone local so but um yeah yeah, all the restrictions at the moment keep postponing when that's going to happen so we'll see but probably at least until December and then I'll see from then. Okay so have you done um so tell us just a little bit about 
your work in Uganda. So you mentioned the Sanitary Pad Project. And then just explain how, where this blog kind of intertwined into your work, like when it kind of started, the idea came and, um, you know, the kind of creation of of the blog. Like, what was the timeline for that? What was your heart behind that, your thoughts behind that? Yeah, so I work for a small small non-for-profit charity called Jenga, and Jenga means to build in Swahili. And so um, our aim is to help people, empower people to become the solutions to their own problems. And so mm-hmm. I've joined the health team and we do lots of different outreaches and trainings, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so for me, I run the sanitary pad program and also training men about women's health to empower men and women at the same time Mm. and in a lot of the rural communities people won't have had the opportunity necessarily and learn about women's health and so a lot of the men um, are really hungry for the information and how to know um, you know how to support their spouse and and their partners and things like that so it's been a lot of fun Mm. I've really enjoyed it but um, as everyone I think has found with the coronavirus, a lot of our programs had to stop for a while in March. Um, and so I was working from home and I was thinking, what can I do? And someone, a few people got in touch um, who were pregnant and were expats and were considering their options for giving birth in different countries. And mm. um, I know all over the world, lockdowns look different, but in some countries, the borders were shut. And so women didn't have the same options about where to give birth or having family members with them. And so they asked me questions and what did I think? And so I just had this crazy idea that what if I asked people who have chosen to give birth abroad um, to share a bit about their experiences, first of all, to empower them, but also then to encourage others so that those who maybe don't have so many options right now, or maybe those who are just interested and would like to give birth in their host country rather than their passport country, just to give them a bit of an idea of what it could be like. And also Mm -hmm. just to grow and foster community because I think for expats, it can sometimes feel a bit lonely if you're the only expat in your area. And particularly, I know a lot of people in different countries, they made the decision, which was completely right for them to go back to their passport countries. And so those who remained Mm -hmm. maybe felt a bit more on their own. And so I wanted to kind of foster a bit more of a sense of community, really. And Mm. social media is a brilliant way to do that. I know it's not the same as in person, but it's nice to be able to identify with someone else in their story or things like that. So that was where it all kind of came from, really. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Because it's basically, I think, you know, we've talked about this before, we had very similar hearts in that we wanted, we wanted um, those giving birth abroad to, to not feel alone and to feel empowered in their choice. And so I love that. And so you started with the blog, right? Or did you start with the blog and Instagram at the same time? They just kind of worked together. So I I did start them around the same time. I didn't post so much content on Instagram at the time. But the idea was to 
kind of get the information out there a bit more and try and learn from people what specifically would be helpful for them as well. So I also sometimes post some, uh, some midwifery advice that's particularly kind of more relevant for those who are considering or who are parenting abroad or are considering giving birth abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really helpful for that. But yeah, it all started with sharing this idea with a friend. I was like, I have this crazy idea. I know it sounds really crazy. What do you think? And she said, oh, go for it. And I contacted which is set up for particularly Christian ex who are living abroad called Velvet Ashes Mm. and I emailed them and said I have this crazy idea I'm not sure if you think it will be helpful for the people who subscribe to your content but would you mind sharing with them and they did and a few people got back to me with their stories which is so kind and so generous and so I shared some of those stories and then got people kind of became more and more involved and yeah the, the the Instagram grew I guess, a bit more from there. Yeah, that's wonderful. That is an organization that I sadly did not find out about until after, like, the very end of our journey abroad. And now I follow them, and they are just, oh, they are a wonderful organization. And I love that I'm finding that organizations in this expat world are so open and um, are so encouraging of each other, which has been wonderful. Um, so how many, um, I mean, you have a ton of birth stories, like you're, you are putting out new birth stories. I feel like all the time, like how many moms right now have, have shared, um, have you shared on the blog? I actually don't know the number, maybe sort of 15 to 20, something like that. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe that includes some of the stories that I've posted, the advice I've posted, but um, I also have, I think, about five months worth kind of saved as well to come. So I tend to try and post every other week a different birth story. Um, and then in the other week, kind of remind people about about the one from the previous week. And also once a month, we do a day as a parent in where someone takes over my Instagram account stories. And they'll literally like through one day will agree in advance which day. And they'll take pictures or videos or post polls or um, things, questions, things like that, and really engage with other expats abroad. And so anyone can go into my stories and answer the questions, the polls message to my account where this person is taking over um and so we tend to do that once a month as well and that's been a really fun way of trying to build those bridges and connections particularly for parents abroad as well because um there's so many similarities with parenting you know but there are some things which are unique to being an expat parent and so it's been really special Mm -hmm. to see that kind of grow and develop which has been a real privilege that people have trusted me with that so yeah yeah, I have really enjoyed that that specifically. And it was really funny. The um, I think it was a few weeks ago, um, a girl popped up. It was actually somebody I I knew. Um, and I was like, Oh my goodness, I know that person. You don't always see, you know, expect to see the a person you know. So um <laughs> I love how the the world is small yet um at large yet very small in some ways. Um so yes. Yeah, I know you have, um, you have your stories, you have, um, so birth stories, you have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You have the monthly, a day in the life. 
You also have, I know, at least one free download. I'm sorry, I forgot to check before I hopped on this morning. Um, but I know you have the birth plan down. I always recommend um, and is in the Village Facebook group. Do you have any other free resources? Uh, I think maybe you had some um, like birth affirmations as well. Yeah, so for now, those are the two resources that I've uh, compiled. Okay. Um, I, yeah, so I know for in the UK, for my hospital, we used to actually have a birth plan in our notes. But I know, you know, in different countries, depending where you are, it's not necessarily something that you would have accessible. So I put that together. And then the affirmations. So you're very welcome to download them and share them with anyone who would find them helpful. But um, yeah, if anyone has any suggestions for other resources they'd find useful, I'm really happy to kind of look into providing other things as well. Yeah, I love that you do that for parents. Um, so just to kind of like wrap up, I would love to hear what your hope is for the blog or if you have anything else that you're kind of um, planning in the future. And um, after, you know, that, just let us know like where people can find you. I mean, I've mentioned it a lot, but specific names and everything. Um, Cause we definitely want everyone to, to go and follow your accounts. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think I mentioned before, I would love at some stage to do nursing. Um, at the moment in the UK, it just isn't really possible for me right now because it's another three-year degree. So maybe at some point wow. I'd like to do that. But um, yeah, and I've also been looking into coaching and doing a coaching course. And for me, the thing I, I love most is getting to meet the families and really supporting them in their journey, whether that's mm -hmm. you know before the baby's born, during the labor or afterwards. And so I'd love to be able to offer some coaching or things like that um, and maybe do a bit more kind of parent education, maybe doing some of those classes online. Um, I feel like one thing we've really benefited from in the pandemic is that so many things have now gone online, which is brilliant mm. for people yes. who are expats but still wish to receive information from someone from their passport country. Um, and so that's almost opened some doors. So that's something I've been thinking about doing as well at some point. But yeah, and I just, my continual hope with the blog really is, as you say, I think we have the same heart just to really foster connections so that women realize they're not on their own. They may not physically be with other people who are in a similar situation to them. Maybe most of their friends or family members are in their, in their passport countries living very different lifestyles, even just different um time zones things like that mm. but they're not on their own there are other families who are from their passport country who are in different host countries as well and to really help people feel empowered that they can make the choice which is right for them which could mm. be to give birth in their host country or in their passport country but to feel empowered in that and that they've been able to make a choice which is right for them and for their family so that's yeah. my I guess two big hopes for continues as birth stories or more resources or something else I'm not quite sure at the moment but that's I guess my main hope for the blog and for the Instagram and the Facebook pages um 
And so I guess that leads quite nicely into where you can find me. If you would like to follow the Instagram page, it's quite a lot of bees, I do apologize, but it's bumps, <laughs> births and babies abroad is the Instagram. And then the website for the blog is www.bumpsbirthsandbabiesabroad.com. And then there's a Facebook page, exactly the same, Bumps, Births and Babies Abroad. And um, if anyone would like to get in contact, you're very welcome. I always love to hear if there are resources or information I can provide that you are looking for or particular questions you might have. Um, if you think there would be resources that you're looking for but haven't managed to yet find them. Um, I've always found that if, if someone has a question, then usually many other people also have them. So please yes. feel free to get in touch and we can work together to, to keep empowering others. And um, yeah, thank you so much for everything you do, Chandler. And I just hope we can continue to work together and continue together and supporting amazing expat families all over the world. Yes, I I totally agree with that. It's been an exciting journey. Um, and I'm very thankful that even though COVID, this whole pandemic and all of its craziness, and there's just been a lot of, of dark things, there's been a lot of um, really cool things that have come out of it. And I think um, neither one of us would probably be in the spot we're in today without the pandemic. Um coming about. So um, I'm, I'm thankful that there are some small, bright things within this crazy time period. And um, again, I'm so excited that we were, we found each other um, on the world of Instagram and that we were able to connect. And I'm really excited to see how um, Bumps, Births and Babies Abroad continues to grow and serve families. Um, is there anything else you would like to say before we hop off? I think that's it, actually. But um, yeah, it's just, as you say, it's been such an honor and a privilege to be trusted with women's stories and experiences and to get to meet other people like yourself and other mm -hmm. groups who um, are supporting women. And yeah, continue. I'm looking forward to continuing doing that together. So thank you so much for having me today. And thank you for partnering up and connecting over Instagram. Yeah, thank you for being here. And thank you so much to everyone who has joined us um, for this bonus special bonus episode. Um, if you have found this helpful, please hop over and um, follow Joanna on the Instagram and follow her blog. Um, if you have really loved listening to this podcast, it would be super helpful if you could hop over and give it an honest review, hopefully five stars, but no pressure. Um, that will just help other families um, more easily find this podcast because that's the way um, the, the ranking system works. So if you could do that, that would be great as well. Well, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day wherever you are in the world, and we will see you next time on the next episode of the Expat Birth Podcast. Bye. You can find me online at theglobalbirthcoach.com. 
On social media, you can find me on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook at The Global Birth Coach. On The Global Birth Coach Facebook page, there is an affiliated closed group called The Virtual Village, and that's where I'm active most often. This group is designed to be a place where expat families can come together to encourage each other and share resources as they navigate pregnancy, birth, and postpartum abroad. Come and join us. We would love to have you there.